chilena para Did you like my fucking intro? You know how long that took me so long to make a long time ago? I think it was when I was first kicking off this episode. By this episode, I mean this is football without hesitation once again. Um, I am Oz here making our way, making our way here. The final fucking home stretch of the of, of the major league soccer season. Uh been an interesting year so far for the quakes is the only way as you know to put it to really make it sound good um it's really looking like it's another year what's that five years in a row now of missing the playoffs yay but anyway yeah fuck that back to my intro because i was i had to listen to it in a while and then i did listen to it and i was like ah damn what the fuck i did that shit so anyway, um, I dude, I, I I really I hadn't played it a because it sounded it sounds a bit fucking amateur to me, but I mean it's definitely it's something I get it. I don't I I personally don't mind the kind of cold open of the fucking of a podcast. I love that from SNL. I think that's what it goes back to that. But I get it. I get it. People like intros. Um, it really kind of helps you get in the mood, I guess, get in the, get pumped up, like, yeah, the show's about to start. Um, so yeah, so I made that a while ago, but big reason why I didn't put it out, I don't know if you could hear in the background there, I, I did, I am using, uh, a track from Rancid, which, again, it's, it's not my song, so, I don't know, it doesn't, I don't think this counts as parody, I'm not, or I'm not critiquing it or anything, it, I'm literally taking their talent and skills, <laughs> And just fucking copy and pasting pretty much. I don't I don't think that would count as, as a fair use kind of deal. So I feel like a dick, you know, it's not my shit. And you know, legally I I you know, but whatever. This isn't a fucking ginormous podcast. Um so yeah, so I, I got the you know, I got Rancid's uh Journey to the End of the East Bay, I believe. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. I a Journey to the End of the East Bay, uh in the background there. And what do I start with? Oh yeah, I start with with uh, Mexico's goal against Panama. What was four years ago now? Five years ago now? Four years ago? Uh, to keep them alive in 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 the World Cup qualifying. And it's just that that that's got that's got to be one of the best. <laughs> One of the best. I mean, every every language or every channel, whatever who who was on there has a great call. I mean the the ESPN call was kind of uh, you know whatever, but the, the the was it Televisa? I think it was the Televisa one. It had to have been Televisa, right? The Televisa one was the shit. And again, I'm such a fucking idiot when it comes to the soccer world that I I don't remember the announcers' names. But you had you had the one guy. Oh, look at that! Oh, it's, Fucking dude. You had the one guy 
um, that was just kind of like in in shock. He he was literally dumbfounded. He couldn't say anything. And the other guy who completely forgot he was on television, and I don't think he cared, but he would just drop the no mames. No mames. And again, if 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 you're Mexican or you speak Spanish, that that's pretty vulgar language to be using <laughs> on a on a professional sports broadcast. I mean, it would be a little like something like like an American announcer saying like "Holy shit!" during you know some game seven walk off home run or something. Like, Holy fuck! Did you fucking see that? Again, I don't think you would ever expect that, but it it, it was along those lines. So yeah, so the. Intro starts off with that because I, I just fucking love that call. That's got to be the best soccer call I've at least personally heard in, in my lifetime. Um, so it it that had to be on there. And the second one is, again, I, I am a, a Quakes fan and I follow MLS, but I ultimately, like, probably 100% of, of soccer fans, I, I, I follow other leagues uh, and the, the other big one I follow is is the Premier League, and that's the one, uh, Premier League and Bundesliga, when people bitch about the, oh, soccer, so it's such a fucking, like a soft sport, you know, people just roll around and all that, and I was like, dude, soccer's an international sport, first of all, like, there's so many different um styles, every, every, I mean, that that's what's so cool, is, is every kind of region has its own style, that's where, as uh, as uh, the United States here, we're we're currently developing our style, and I'm excited to see what it what it turns into. I, I do believe it will turn into something at some point. You know, the fucking haters out there on the internet just want to shit all over what the hell's going on, but fuck it, it's getting better. It's, it's gonna be better. Um, so yeah, so every freaking region has its own style, and and for Americans who like again are used to probably american football more rough kind of physical sport the premier league and the bundesliga are are great introductions and they're world-class leagues i mean the premier league is probably known i guess as the most as the best i, I don't know by by whatever metric you want to measure it you know people are like fucking brazil's league or la liga or whatever the fuck but you know just by sheer size um premier league is just i mean it's probably easier to watch than than some mls uh teams in the united states but um so yeah so anyway every country so yeah so i'm trying to it's gonna take me fucking 45 minutes to describe a 30 second intro but you're gonna power through it right because you love me You've gotten used to me after 69 episodes. Can you believe that? Can you believe this is episode number 69? It's the sexiest episode I'll ever fucking do. Um, so, yeah. So, thanks. If, if you've been here multiple times, thank you. Thank you. I, I really appreciate it if this is your first time. Um, I want to say the tangent. I don't usually go on tangents, but yes. Yes, I do. I go on tangents. They're all semi-related, I guess. I don't know. Either way, back to explaining the intro. You got the background rancid, uh, journey to the end of the East Bay in the background. You got the first uh, goal call, which was Mexico versus Panama. Jamaica? F- 
fuck and all this fucking explaining now i'm confused the second one again i'm a manchester city fan and they've been Manchester City fans since 2009, so I don't get no shit from, like, oh, you started following them fucking when Sheik Mansour came in. Like, nah, motherfucker. I was there for, I mean, I was only there since 2009. People that grew up as Man City fans, holy shit. I, I you know, I, I, I honestly started, I, I became a Man City supporter because I was playing FIFA. And I didn't know much about Premier League. And but at, but Manchester United when I passed them on on like pick a team because I was like the English must have a good league right so I was fucking playing my buddy I was like oh fuck you, I'm gonna get a team from the English league and then I saw that it was Manchester United was there and at this point I knew shit about the English Premier League I knew nothing and but I did know about Manchester United and I I mean I I didn't know that they were these fucking legends or whatever but the fact that i knew about him i was like fuck this team this must be like these gotta be the yankees these gotta be the fucking yankees or the cowboys or some fucking bullshit you know that that equivalent where everybody fucking knows who the who the fuck they are just so i was like fuck that if i know who these fuckers are without even knowing a second team in their league i mean get the fuck out i guess i would know arsenal and um you know all, the, all those liverpool and you know those big but anyway I was very, very confident that I knew what Manchester United was and I knew their colors and that bugged the fuck out of me because it was like, dude, they have to be the Yankees. So when I switched over, like the the really the right really next team, because it's it's alphabetical, was Manchester City. So I was like, what the fuck? There's a second team here. These are the Mets. You know? <laughs> These are the fucking Mets. So so I was like, yeah, I'm the Mets motherfucker. I'm 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 the White Sox, you know. Um so I decided to go with with Manchester City and uh, it was fun. So I again, I started learning a bit more about them and it uh, again, a couple months into my research, I was like, are you fucking kidding me, dude? This is the team I picked, but I was like, nah, fuck that. I've made a decision. I'm digging the baby blue. Um, let's fucking do it. Let's stay there. And then, you know, it shit got Tevez and shit went crazy, <laughs> you know? Um, so anyway, so yeah. So my my second... Uh, their soundbite in, in my intro is Cunaguero's uh, goal to to get Manchester City their first championship, and I believe it was forty four years or whatever. I don't know. I I felt like a total fucking idiot because I I you know I had been a fan you know five years or some shit at that time, so I, I wasn't like a, a ginormous fan, and I was seeing the reaction that these fucking English people had in Manchester, you know. In such a working class town, and 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 all this, and and just the tears and the in the older dudes, because at this point the Giants had won a, a championship already, the San Francisco Giants. So I had been to the parades and I had felt that, you know, because I grew up at Candlestick and then AT and T Park in two thousand when that shit opened up, Pac Bell baby, or it was SBC I think it was SBC or Pac Bell then SBC anyway, um. 
Yeah, so so I I knew that feeling there personally for when the Giants won. I could feel that, as lame as it sounds, but I could feel that in my heart. All this fucking, like, fuck, this is what it feels like to have your team be the best in their league, whatever, world champions, but they're not the world. But anyway, fuck you. It had been 56 years. That felt amazing. The first time I had ever seen my team be at the pinnacle of, of their of their sport. And it, it was great. So after seeing the reaction of, of, of Manchester City fans, I saw that that very, very same um, emotion. And, and again, I don't know. Too, so that that I was I was extremely happy, you know, that the team that I had been following for for several years now was a, was a champion. But again, I felt even happier for the people that I didn't know that now can claim their team as champions as again they reach the the highest point in the mountain of their fucking sport or at least in their league so i I had to have that in there and then right after that i it's it's really really hard to listen to because i I don't know how the fuck i found this one but but the one right after i think it might be before the the kunaguero one either way the one that's really hard hard to to listen to or hard to hear if you pay close attention um you can hear some fireworks go off and then you hear gold gold de los terremotos gold de los terremotos well that was from uh what was it 2002 yeah sorry about that we're here recording at the office and the boss shows up to do some late night work. <clears throat> but anyway. So so yeah, so that one that, that that's kind of difficult to listen to that that you, you can't hear again. If you pay attention, it's it's um it it's you, you hear the fireworks going off and then you hear go gol de los terremotos and and that is um that's the Quakes scoring the 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 fifth goal on aggregate there in, in, in the conference semifinals way back in two thousand three. Um again any any Quakes fan should definitely know that that moment in Quakes history. That's one of those again, it was a classical first of all. The Quakes were down four to nothing on aggregate again they had lost two to nothing uh in los angeles they were down two to nothing at home in front of 14 damn in front of fourteen thousand people in front of fourteen thousand people at spartan stadium they they were they were down two and then the fucking floodgates opened up five different guys scored and and the quakes pulled one of the the best i don't know what fuck i'm gonna say one of the because i'm such a fucking homer and i always talk shit but that's got to be one of one of the the best comebacks in mls and mls playoff history so i definitely i don't know how the fuck i found that sound bite but anyway yeah the the one you really can't hear that it kind of goes those those are are fireworks going off and and it's it's that fifth goal from two thousand three to to put the the quakes into the 
that conference final game against against the Wizards. <laughs> against the Wizards. And then I, I finish it off with a little a little modern flair. A little little modern kick, a little Quincy. A little Quincy with again definitely the best goal I've ever seen scored in MLS personally, again with my own eyes. And it was it was that little flick against who the fuck was it now? Was it Portland? Was it Real Salt Lake? Was it Real Salt Lake? No, it wasn't Ramondo that got beat like that. I don't know, but we all remember that last year, the flick. All you got to say is the flick. You know. You know. You know, um, Quincy running down, running down the right side. All this fucking space. Sees the keeper out of position. Flicks that shit over the keeper into the top left of the box from like, what was that? 90 yards out, you'd, you'd say? 90? Right, let's go 85. Right, let's go 85, you know. Let's, right, just kidding. Uh, but it was definitely, you know, 35 yards out, 40. I don't know about 40. That might be tricky. But 30, 30, 35. I'm not a motherfucking ruler. You can go on YouTube, see that shit. So anyway, that that is the intro. What did that take? 15 minutes? 16 minutes. 16 minutes to... To explain my 30 second intro it you had to see you had to know why they're important to me i couldn't just say this is this and this is that and this is that you gotta know why it matters to me man um so anyway yes welcome thank you for uh, give me give me your feedback uh rancid i hope your feedback is not a letter from your lawyer um, I will take it down. I don't make any money off it anyway. You don't know what the fuck you can take from me. <laughs> um, so anyway, yeah, I guess I'm also taking the time. Uh, it, it's uh, We're on break. There was an international break last week, so there, there was no games, which is excellent news for the earthquakes because they did not lose last week. Good fucking job on you. Um... You know who did lose the the national team? That fucking sucked. Both of both both of them, man. Fucking both of them. The the tie against Honduras, bug it. You'll take it. That pretty much like solidifies, I guess, a, a spot that makes it much easier to get a spot. Um, but that showing against Costa Rica was fucking pitiful. One thing I am loving is Marcos Ureña scoring goals like a motherfucker. And I was I was thinking, oh, man, I hope he brings that back. Fuck that shit. He took that with him. He's been scoring goals. So, um, again, the playoffs at this point look like a, a, I think MLS soccer had had it at 30% or something for the Quakes to do it. It's, it's probably not going to happen. Let's, let's fucking be honest with ourselves. But... Again, to have some some players finding their their rhythm, finding their spot on the pitch for next season, it's fucking I'm I'm all for that. I'm all for that. Um, but yeah, I mean that that that's really I guess the best thing to come out of this, this last week in in soccer. About, oh, actually, fuck that shit. Locally, we got some shit. Um, again, the U.S. team, I mean, I, I'm not going to break shit down. I don't know how to break shit down. I sound like a fucking idiot. 
Um, they are still, but you know, they're still in. For anyone wondering, they're still in in the World Cup qualification. They may have to play a play-in game versus the fifth-place team in in the Asian tournament. Um. So, yeah. Uh, barring a, a fucking meltdown against with Panama at home and, and Trinidad and Tobago, this team's going to be in the World Cup. Okay? Okay? Cool? 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 Can we move on? Can we move on? No one's raising a hand? No one's raising a hand? No one's raising a hand? No questions? We're moving on. So, locally here, again, I'm from Salinas. I don't know. Again, I covered the San Jose earthquakes, but I am from Salinas. I drive a fucking hour every goddamn game. I know it's not as much as other people drive, but it's some bullshit because on the way back, I had to drive from that beautiful San Jose weather and come to some cold-ass bullshit here in Salinas, and that's upsetting to me. But I can live with that. Um, but I, I do this podcast because, again, not only do I enjoy soccer, enjoy the earthquakes, um, I really, really think that here in Salinas, we live in a really, really uh soccer centric area i don't I, I don't know how to explain it i always see these stories you know oh, kansas city florida all these places oh this is soccer city usa this is soccer city usa and to me that like this is like or fuck i don't hate to use that, that term but this is like a, a natural soccer city usa you know here most kids that are born are given a fucking soccer ball before a basketball or a football that's just the fucking reality here and you can see that by you know the the community college team is what you know what did they they won a state championship two years ago last year they ended up in finals lost the final of the state championship they're constantly in in the playoffs they're constantly one of the highest ranked community college soccer teams Alisal High School is CCS Division champs, I think, like 2010. They're also constantly ranked nationally in top 20 nationally for, for soccer. Um, Alvarez, who's, who's right behind them, their big rival, is, is up and coming. They're, they're, they're making moves. They're, 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 they're trying to set a reputation like Alisal currently has. And those are two in Salinas. And, um, at, El Camino FC, who's a, one of the local traveling teams here, they're they're constantly also on in fucking national tournaments, bringing him all these fucking millions of trophies. Again, as you can fucking tell, this is a soccer area. This area and soccer just go together like this area and fog. You know, it's just how it happens. Um, and and to the point, I mean, one of the coolest aspects of of, of soccer in Salinas is there's a twenty six acre um area in in the middle of town which is it's a drained lake believe it or not um and and it's it's all soccer pitches i don't know if anyone been there to constitution soccer fields there's just kind of a bathroom building there other than that it's just some little bit of parking and a bunch of fucking grass for soccer pitches and i love to compare it to hackney hackney marsh if anyone's familiar with hackney marsh in in london again according to there's one Wikipedia article and then there's fucking 800 other websites that talk about Hackney Marsh and every single one of them is just copied and pasted from the Wikipedia article. So 
I don't know how much of this is fucking accurate, but according to them, with their 88 soccer pitches in one area, that makes it the highest concentration of soccer pitches in Europe. Huh? There you go. You bet somebody a beer for that shit. That's some good bar trivia. So anyway, it just it's just interesting to me that here in Salinas, okay, Hackney Marsh in London is a drained marsh. Huh? Ah, those fucking British, dude. Those British, I mean, they're the English, you know? We speak English, so they're fucking, they're fucking clever. So this marsh that they drained is called Hackney Marsh, which is now an area, you know, parks and all that, and a bunch of soccer pitches. Well, here uh, in uh, our Creek Bridge Soccer Complex, it was a, a lake called Car Lake that have been drained. That's also a marsh. This is this is all marshland around here. It was a marshy lake. So it was interesting that the our center of soccer here in Salinas. It happens to emulate the center of soccer in London, which to some people is the center of soccer in the world. Um, at least England. Or what the what the fuck was it? Is it Cambridge? Oxford. Oxford. One of those sissy rich colleges. Um so Call him fucking sissy. Call call them sissy rich rich colleges. It completely throws me off my fucking throws me off my rhythm. Anyway, fuck you and your sissy colleges, Oxford and Cambridge, Harvard. Fuck it, you're English too now. You're get thrown in that mix. Um. So anyway, it, yesterday it was announced that um, there's a plan. There's 60 more acres or 40 more acres adjacent to these 20 current acres um, that are just empty land, also the part of the drained lake. And for years, people have been fighting to turn that into more soccer fields because, believe it or not, even with the 26 acres, even with the, you know, high schools and elementary schools and middle schools packed every weekend with soccer pitches, there's still not enough soccer pitches here in this city. So so they're going to redevelop that land in into well again it's 40 more acres no mule no fucking mule just yet but baby steps fucking baby steps so yeah man and again people have been doing it for years i know fucking luis alejo is great at social media so he's putting it out there like this motherfucker did everything fuck no Somebody built a pie and he's just sticking it in the oven, you know, and taking the credit for it. Love the guy. He's a cool guy. But let's be real, bro. People been working on this shit for a long fucking time. When I started the original soccer blog that led to this whole podcasting, writing, covering the quakes thing, which was four years ago now, that was already mul- multiple years in, in the process. But anyway... I don't give a fuck about the politics. All I care is that they build this fucking thing. And it seriously looks like it's going to happen sooner rather than later. Um, and, and, and at that point, what the fuck, dude? What the fuck? Why don't we have a team here in Salinas? We have the talent. We, we have the... Dude, Robobank has got 3,500 seats. It's got the parking. It's attached to a 17,000-seat stadium. And, hey, guess what? You got a big game? Guess there you go. You got a 17,000-seat stadium. Avaya, the San Jose Earthquakes home, home of the Major League Soccer team, is 18,000 seats. 
That's one thousand seats less. You can you with VIPs and shit. You can squeeze eighteen thousand people into the fucking sports complex. So we got a stadium the size of a major league soccer stadium. We are not going to fill that shit week after week, but you could definitely fit 3,500 people every week for fucking 12, 12 days a year. If you have a semi-pro team, you can do it. And it's, it's cheap enough. I've, I've mentioned Burning Game Dragon so many times on, on this podcast already. They're again, I, I love it. It's more soccer. It's really professionally done. Tickets are like twelve fucking dollars, and you get food. Again, you get hot dog, or a burger, chips, and a drink. All included with your twelve dollar ticket. By the way, it's fucking amazing. So this is an extremely affordable way um, to watch soccer, and in a city like Salinas, it would it would unite the city. The city fucking needs it, and I don't want to get into those politics either. But this city can really use, use some uniting, and there's no better way to unite than around a fucking soccer team. Um, and yeah, and I know that again firsthand. I mean, I've made I've made a bunch of friends now, at you know from going to San Jose. I've had friends have become closer friends because they want to go to San Jose to Avaya to watch the games, you know, hanging out at Whole Foods before the games. I've met someone, so many fucking people. This just brings people together. And I hope we can come together in, in, in Salinas and get this, you know, these 40 acres done and then work on a fucking team. We've done it before. We had the Jaguars here. You know, that was a professional team. And Salinas is much bigger now. It, it This fucking ag industry, as much as I like to bitch and moan about it, it's a multi-billion dollar industry. Motherfuckers got money around here. Not enough money. Again, you're not going to get one of these motherfuckers shelling out 200 mil to, to get an MLS team. And fuck that. Let them do their thing. That's cool. That's cool. We don't need an MLS team here. Dude, we need a good team made of people that play locally so other people that enjoy soccer that, that don't play can come watch. Anyway, I'm going to jump off my soapbox again. It was a beast. The Quakes do have Toronto coming up in a couple days here. Just hang on, I guess, is the best way that I could I could put it. Uh, hang on. It'll all be okay. Just, it, it'll be all right. Monday will be a new week, and we will see what happened. And you know what? Fuck that defeatist attitude. I don't care. The fact that Toronto's playing so good means they're due for an ass whooping at home. Fuck it. I said it. Three to one. Quakes over Toronto. Not betting anyone, but fuck that. Toronto's due for an ass whooping. Saturday, September 9th. I'm telling Connor right now. Three to one. Quakes win in Toronto. Bring back some fucking poutine or some shit. And we out. Latest.